2: When the team that manages our Morris Jenkins website told me the most often asked question is, who is Mr. Jenkins married to? You could have knocked me over with a feather. I went home and told my wife that I was so surprised that I didn't know what to say. She laughed and said, honey, my name is Renee. So now you know. The team at Morris Jenkins and I are here for the Panthers, and we're here for you too, whenever you need us.
1: It's time for the Happy Half Hour with your friends, Kristen Balboni, Miles Simmons, and Will Bryan. That's
3: right. It's that time of the week. It's the Happy Half Hour podcast presented by Morris Jenkins. And Mr. Jenkins told me that he loves football and he looks forward to this show all week. When your plumbing or air conditioning is acting up, call Morris Jenkins or visit MorrisJenkins.com. And, uh, Will, normally we call this the Happy Half Hour, and that is the name of the podcast, but this week's edition we're going to call it the Sad Half Hour because uh, Miles is not joining us. He announced that he is moving on from the Panthers. He made that announcement on Twitter yesterday, and we are very excited for him but sad that we won't have him here, here anymore And, uh, you know, sad to get to hear um, that we won't get to hear all the things that Mr. Jenkins told him going forward, but very excited for him and his next steps. Exactly.
1: And I I, I don't know if we ever became official friends. Remember that that's been going on for six, seven months now. I don't know how that ended. Were we friends?
3: Well, if you don't know how it ended, (laughs) I hate to say.
4: Oh, it is the sad half hour.
3: Producer Matt, what do you think? Did they become friends?
4: Uh, we didn't hear it from Miles, and Miles usually would go the other way. When Will or you would have an opinion, he would like to go the other way. So if yeah. Will thinks that they're friends, then they're probably not.
3: <laughs> do you think that you had something to do with it? Maybe the fact that you weren't friends. I know. Maybe like... I need
1: to. I need to do some some inner thinking, <laughs> reflection.
3: Um, no, Miles. Miles is a, a great friend to us all, and uh, we're excited for him. We're certainly going to miss him, um, but. You know, we do this segment on the Happy Half Hour called Overheard, where we would take the best sound bites from the week from uh, whether it's Coach Rule or some of the players, and we thought in honor of Miles' departure from the Happy Half Hour podcast, we would give him his own special segment of Overheard. So, Matt, roll it. Do you
0: hear something? Overheard. Kristen, do you ever watch Rick and Morty?
3: Uh, no, I've never seen it.
0: Okay. Well, have it's on my it? list. No. It's on my list. All right. Well, there's basically a, <laughs> a plot point in the show where there's basically infinite dimensions, infinite realities. Mm-hmm. And so basically in another reality, I have already seen this game. And so essentially I could be from another reality in like, say it's reality 446, right? Mm-hmm. And now this is reality 334. Now, four four six miles could come in and replace three three four miles, and mm-hmm. you would never know. But you could maybe figure it out because four four six miles has seen this game from All that right. reality. Well, we'll
3: see if we've got four four six miles and will. Um...
0: <laughs> I think I just completely derailed this podcast. No. Again. Well, I would just start by saying this. I mean, do you ever feel uh, like a plastic bag drifting through the wind? Oh, Katy
3: Perry, of course. <laughs>
0: Um, you know, do you ever feel already buried deep, six feet under? <laughs> scream, and no one seems to hear a thing. Um, I don't even remember what the question was. I just that we started talking about fireworks and the song came into my head. What are you a Katy Perry me? fan? Oh heck yeah! Katy's awesome. There's Katy got bangers, man. You see this Boston dynamic stuff? Do you know the things that these people are doing with these robots? These little dog you know, uh, air quotes, these dog robots that can walk around and open doors and then they sense where these other things are. The robots are going to take over things, okay? Have you guys ever seen Artificial Intelligence? Seen these movies I Am Robot? No, I don't want anything. (laughs) I don't want any part of that. I want no part of that. I, you know... I do not want anybody to lose their job, but I think that the people on Boston Dynamics could be working on some other things that could improve our lives more than little robot dogs. I don't want those robot dogs. Let's refocus what they can be doing, all right? Because, I no, I'm I'm not into the robot stuff. I don't want a robot butler. I don't want the robots. That, I don't have an Alexa or anything in my house either because I don't want them listening to my conversations because I know that whenever I search something, I was talking to somebody about Outback Steakhouse on on Instagram in a DM or something the other day. Or maybe it was in a text. I don't know. But next thing I know, I've got Outback advertising itself to me on Instagram. The robots have enough.
3: Oh, and that conversation, no surprise, went on for, for oh, longer yeah, and longer. We just going. had to fade it out. Yeah. Oh, that was great. That, uh... Oh!
1: Little did we know at that <laughs> point all of the strong opinions that Miles held about mustard.
3: Mustard was the worst.
1: About Disney World. We love you, Miles, but the mustard on the hot parks, dogs. Oh. Yeah. Vests. Vests. He had some strong opinion about vests. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty oh. much everything. I mean, you just said something. You would just say something and- A word. Let him go. Here he <laughs> goes.
3: We are going to miss that, Miles. Uh, we wish you the best. We're going to miss those uh, incredible takes on literally everything from from robots to hot dogs. Oh, he kept, he to kept
1: it interesting. I, I, fireworks I hope to that, roller coasters. I hope that in his, his new venture that he doesn't have to worry about too many robots or electronic <laughs> things listening to him.
3: But butlers and the, robot dogs. Or the
4: Wumbo speech from Spongebob that he, seen, he quoted that like oh, two times. True. Oh, yeah. Hopefully
1: lots of karaoke <laughs> in his future. Yeah. He's,
3: he's got, got a list. He's
4: got a list, exactly. Yep.
3: <laughs> oh, Miles, we love you. Uh, we are so happy for you, but sad for us. Uh, this is the Happy Half Hour podcast presented by Morris Jenkins. And Mr. Jenkins told me his plumbers and AC techs secretly wear Panthers jerseys under their uniforms. When your plumbing or air conditioning is acting up, call Morris Jenkins or visit MorrisJenkins.com. All right, we got a game, courtesy of Will Bryan. No surprise there. You always have the best, uh, most creative games. And I really like this one. It's called the What If Game. Uh, it's been a weird season. It's, you know, starting with COVID um, and having that trickle down to, to everything else. And so I thought I'd let you explain what this is. I mean, it's, I guess it's self-explanatory. Yeah, what I if mean, game? It's, but. <laughs> it's,
1: you know, and we're not we're not trying to, to rewrite things. But I, I do think it's interesting when you have all of these close games, when you have just stuff that just feels, everything feels a little weird, a little bit off. Mm-hmm. To to like I I always used to love reading kind of historical fiction of what if Kennedy hadn't been shot or Mm -hmm. like, you know, what if someone else was elected president or, you know, what if this event didn't happen or did happen? Um, and how things would change? Like I like, I the like butterfly effect. Yeah, like one
3: little tiny thing.
1: Exactly. You know, and, and I think it's a cool creative exercise of like, all right, so then what are the next equivalent steps of something else happening? So I don't know.
3: Okay, so we each have what if questions for each other, and we don't know what they are. Now I didn't go all past. I just took it as what if, and yeah. then I started. Oh, yeah. I started brainstorming. So we'll see. You. I have no idea what you're going to say, and you have no idea what I'm going to say. Right. Do you want to start off first? Sure. Okay.
1: What if COVID? And all the things involved with COVID had happened 10 years ago Mm. before video conferencing, before all the technology that we used over the summer for virtual training camps, for all the things that you do that we did this year that, you know, bug zapping machine or, you know, these, you know, air zap germ zapping machines. That we had like what if that had happened 10 years ago
3: so 10 years ago 2010 It's not that i was gonna say something about fax machines but it's not we're not that far back there was still i'm assuming some form of video conferencing right and we still had high-speed internet 10 years ago yeah
1: yeah i guess skype had just started Mm -hmm. but you know twitter was only a year old
3: do you think they would have played a football season if it had happened in 2010
1: i i i really don't know i mean obviously the the next year was the um you know was kind of the the off-season strike Yeah. In 2011. But, you know, I I wonder, it certainly would have been, you know, what do you do as a coaching staff? What do you do as an organization if everyone has to be home you know, in a time before you can really be connected the way that we are now.
3: That's a great point. And, you know, we were talking, Matt and I were were talking with David Langton, our executive producer last week of just, you know, how much work from home has changed, you know, for all of us. And that doesn't affect the football season, but we feel like we've all been able to, because we were forced to, um, those of us who are are lucky enough to to be employed. And um, right now that we've been able to make that work, uh, especially over the off season when everyone was at home and, you know, I broadcasted and, a lot of different ways that I didn't think I was going to, Um, people just really changed. So I I imagine there would be that same innovation 10 years ago, because it's not 20 years ago or 30 years ago. But I I mean, I didn't know what a Zoom was until March. If you said the word Zoom to me, I'd be like, is that like the Skype thing? Like, you know, uh, so it's just, we're very lucky, um, lucky is the wrong word, but we have the technology now. To mitigate or help along um, a lot of the things that we need to get done, and you know, as as tough as all of this has been you know, from a football perspective or just from a, a working perspective in general, it's it's been really neat to see the way that that things have still been able to get done um, even without always getting to be in person. So, uh, here is mine. Um, maybe not as as um, as all encompassing as yours. What if Joey Sly's kick in the New Orleans game had gone, let's say, one two yards? farther and he set an NFL record and I'm not I'm not saying that at all about So I thought that kick was incredible and it was it was so close to setting an NFL record and and you know I don't think anyone wanted him to to be out there having to do that in that situation um but I just think the team would be talked about differently right now yeah. you know it's a it's a game of inches and that kick was so close and he was so close to doing something that no one had ever done before and I, I think that that's an accomplishment in itself that it went that long and that straight Um, And he was this close. But I think that changes the narrative around this team. And in reality, it's just one play that was a couple of yards short. And I think people would be talking about this team differently.
1: You know, and we we brought this up, I think, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about, like, game-changing plays or, you know, plays that really stood out to us. And um, I think Miles brought it up that, you know, well, New Orleans still had time left to potentially come back. But I
3: I, I agree
1: with that because I also think that hitting that field goal for that record with the way that that momentum would have like I felt like there would have been a lot of momentum and a lot of juice on that sideline for hitting that field goal mm-hmm. and you know you never know like I think you know maybe that defense comes out there and they're they're really revved up maybe they get a turnover and go into take the lead you know go into overtime you really have some momentum like I, I do think that there's something about playing in the Superdome, you know, playing at New Orleans, the way New Orleans is playing right now, and to be able to take them to that, you know, I, I really think it would have, um, it, it would have meant something in a lot of people's eyes, especially on, but on that team as well.
3: Well, and I just think he was so close to setting a record, and you know, if the field goal had been sixty-three yeah. yards, yeah, you know, it, he would have done something incredible, and um, I wish he had gotten the chance to have that recognition because it was a great kick.
1: I mean. <laughs> You know, you, you talk about kicks and you know, I'm not gonna hopefully not steal another one, but like if if the Kansas City kick had been inside, I mean my goodness, he could probably going to hit that yeah. from seventy.
3: You know? I think he's I think something's coming. Yeah. I, I think something's coming. And you know, Matt Roll said we, we don't like I said a, a minute ago, we don't want to have to put him out there in those situations to attempt two a potential record breakers. But right. I I think something's coming. Yeah. Um we'll see. All right, your your turn.
1: What if Teddy Bridgewater hadn't been able to return to that Falcons game.
3: I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I mean, uh, thank goodness he's he's healthy, but um, uh, we would have learned a lot more about P.J. Walker. Yeah. What do you think would have happened?
1: I, I think that I, I like the – I mean, obviously, they haven't won these games, these close games, mm-hmm. but there's something about what Mike Davis said after that game against what guys said after the Kansas City game on that 4th and 14 run. There's something about the way that this team's really rallying For Teddy, Mm -hmm. even when they've lost four in a row, Mm -hmm. it's there are very few teams in the NFL that feel the same way. I think this Panthers team does after losing four in a row. Right now, they are not like they are. That's not their personality at all. Like they are, they think they should have won. They should have won. They're angry. Yes. Um. And
3: and and Matt Rule has said that's what he wants. Right. Exactly. He wants them to play with this edge.
1: Exactly. So I think I think him coming back in. You know, obviously. There's a whole narrative of what we would have seen, what could have happened with PJ, good or bad. But I think the fact that he, you know, when he did come back in, that said a lot to his teammates. And that's continued a narrative, I think, larger than just the building of, man, Teddy is tough.
3: Well, he was, his official status was questionable. Yeah. And, and usually when you're questionable, you know, I thought, okay, well, he's, you know, clear concussion protocol. If you go back to it, we got the, the the status he clear concussion protocol but it was questionable with the neck injury and so we we see PJ Walker go out there for um, not neck injury I don't want to say but sore neck is a better way to put it um sure. got a hit there um we see PJ Walker come out there and then like three plays later Teddy's like nope I'm going in like give me the gloves it's it's awesome um all right what if the Panthers win their next three games because look, Tampa Bay at home. I'm that's going to be. I don't care what Tampa Bay looks like um, against the Saints. That's going to be a, a tough game, no doubt about it. But it could happen. The way this team is playing, look at what they did in Kansas City. Then you go uh, versus the Lions, who are three and five, and at the Vikings, who are three and five. We've seen them win three games in a row earlier this season. What if they win their next three games?
1: I mean, six and six. Yeah, and then you're looking around, and you know, uh, I I don't know Tampa Bay's schedule, but you know, obviously they would be six and four if Carolina wins this week, you know, if they stumble a little bit more, all of a sudden
3: That's the buy too. Right. if you get to that. If
1: you if you get to the buy and all of a sudden you start looking around and other teams start getting banged up or, you know, for various reasons drop a game here, drop a game there, you know, they're the Saints look very very good, but you look at the rest of the NFC, everyone has some issues. Mm-hmm. You know, Green Bay, I mean, Seattle lost last week. I mean, there are a lot of teams that aren't, you know, gettable in certain ways. I mean, and yeah, I think that's that's part of the whole thing with this is Matt Rule said coming into this year, he wants to be the best twelve and four team we can be. I've said this, you know, he wants to be the best eight and eight team we could be, the best three and thirteen team Mm -hmm. we could be. I mean, I think people I mean I literally NFL.com has said today that we're definitely the best three and six team out there. Oh yeah. You know, and and that's I think that's saying something about this coaching staff, about the players they put together. But yeah, I mean, six and six going to the bye, I'll take it.
3: Well, it goes back to that um, playing with that edge and that this team being upset. They don't think they should be right. three and six. Right. So we'll see if that translates. Uh, I think they have I think they have um, the potential to beat any team on their schedule on on any given Sunday or Thursday or whatever you want to call it. So I'm, I'm interested. I can't wait to watch these next three games. I think it's entirely possible. You're up next.
1: So, I mean, this one's almost people were probably surprised it took us this long for this one. But like what if Christian McCaffrey had played all nine games so far?
3: I don't want to say this because I don't think that it, um, I don't think there's a cause and a correlation to it. But how many, what's the number of games, um, the record of the Panthers in the last, what is it, 11 games that he's played?
1: I think it's so in 11.
3: Yeah, I, I know there's a streak. And yeah. that has nothing to do with him. He's in the end zone, giving it his all every game. But I think that it's tough to say for me personally that if he's there, Uh, the outcome changes, because I think that's a narrative that people want to use to say that he should come back earlier than he's healthy.
1: Right. But I also think the flip side of it is people are using that. They're using that. I mean, as if the three games this year and obviously last year, I think you can just throw out the window. But as if the three games this year are some sort of, you know, uh, referendum on whether or not he's worth what he's worth or he's you know worth investing in or that he's not the best player I mean he absolutely is I love Mike Davis we need Mike Davis we need Reggie Bonifon out there Mm -hmm. we need all the people that we can have out on the field because that makes us better and I think that obviously showed I mean you have you have an opportunity to come down and potentially take the lead and Christian was on the sideline because you know he'd gotten banged up again in the fourth quarter um I I just think that you want all of your best players out there, and he's one of the best players in the NFL
3: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think that um i I, I just think he's an incredible player, and I feel for him whatever we hear about um you know his shoulder and coming off of that game. I don't know that's a tough one. Why are you throwing out these philosophical?
1: don't worry my uh, the, my next one's my last one, and it's 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 much better.
3: okay <clears throat> oh man i have I have two. That I really want okay. to get to. Do
1: do do both of yours.
3: Okay. What if the NFL had gone the bubble route?
1: Ooh, I like that one.
3: Mm-hmm. Just in general. Yeah. I don't even. Just in general. How do you think that changes things?
1: I, I mean, I know the reasons why they couldn't, just because of, you know. You but think that's of, not the game. I know it's not. <laughs>
3: You're asking me what do, how do yeah, I predict I if Christian McCaffrey is healthy? I,
1: I know. So I, I think that I think it would have been very interesting. Do you think we
3: have different uh standings, yes. different wins win losses?
1: I, I can't tell what they would be. Right. But obviously I mean you think about the Titans, yeah. you think about Cam Newton missing games with COVID. I mean you think about I, I think it's an obvious factor that being in a bubble, the NBA showed being in a bubble means you don't get COVID. Mm-hmm. Almost 90%, you know, none of them did. So, I, you know, maybe it would have happened still, but it certainly would have been far less than what actually has happened. And I, you know, as much as injuries happen in the NFL, you just hate it for teams that, you know, like who is it? I mean, Ben Roethlisberger this yeah. week. I mean, just what? Like, well, the best. On, he was
3: on the close contact. Right.
1: But, you know, potentially at least missing a, a day or two or whatever it right. might be that. You know, he's not doing his usual routine. Yeah. You know, I mean, you think you think about how much that throws off NFL teams.
3: But then you think about being in a bubble for four months. I know. You know, it's...
4: Well, that's the thing. Would the season structure be different? Would there be maybe a, a shorter regular season and a, a more expansive maybe, playoff? Maybe, because I don't
3: think you can change the weekly schedule. I just... Right.
4: Oh, yeah, because of TV it's and such stuff. A, well,
3: it's a, but it's just such a physical game that, so, you so, yeah, that you see that Thursday go, turnaround. You, I don't right. think you can shorten it. That's right. a good point, though. Maybe it's different... Maybe in it's games, a different... 10-team yeah.
4: playoffs or something.
3: All right, my last one, because I know you, you've got a good one to end us on. What if you didn't get your internship with the Panthers all those years ago? I wouldn't be here. You don't think so? Uh-uh, I really don't. You ever think about that? Not to get too—I mean, we're definitely in the philosophical I mean, we're, place. We're, you we're started this there. off with, like, what if JFK hadn't been assassinated? But <laughs> you ever think about, like, one little thing that's led you to— Oh, completely. The, —the point that you are now?
1: I don't know if I've ever shared it on this, um, but the several months after my internship, um, when I was looking for the next thing— I ended up going to New York for an interview for, like, a grad assistantship. I ended up at St. John's. But it was between me and somebody else, and that other person interviewed in the morning. I had a flight into LaGuardia to flight back out at, like, 7, you know, for an afternoon yeah. interview. And it, it was a huge storm rolled through, and flight was delayed till the next day. And I'm like, what do I do? And the the person that was interviewing me was like, oh, just stay on my couch. Let's go out. You ever been in Manhattan? and so he just took me out in manhattan and was like you're cool you're hired and you know it's kind of unfair but it's also like you think of the things that that end up just being chance occurrences that you you know you try to take advantage of yeah, because you never know what what may or may not fall your direction and end up getting the, the the position.
3: Well, and that's that's the reality of it. So much of of my career and yours is, you know, we we try our hardest, we try to put ourselves in the best positions that we can, but a lot of it sometimes is, is happenstance and and luck and being in the right place at the right time. And that's that goes for everybody. I just thought I, I thought yeah. I'd throw that one in for you. Yeah, all right, what's like what's your last one?
1: What if it was all a dream? What? And I still read Word Up magazine with salt and pepper and heavy D in the limousine. <laughs>
3: Did Miles come back in? Right? Like, usually it's Miles with I the, know. How about that? I love it. I love it. Nothing like a little- He dropped his big. lyrics on me
4: before we started, and I had no idea what he was talking about. What? So he just said that, and I was like, and? Like, continue? <laughs> I didn't know what you he was saying. You don't know? No. Juicy? He doesn't know Juicy. Wow. I don't know it. I felt young.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Something.
3: <gasps> All right. We're going to leave that right there. Let's take a quick break, and we will be back after this.
2: Hi. This is Dewey Jenkins. When the team that manages our Morris Jenkins website told me the most often asked question is, who is Mr. Jenkins married to? You could have knocked me over with a feather. I went home and told my wife that I was so surprised that I didn't know what to say. She laughed and said, honey, my name is Renee. So now you know. The team at Morris Jenkins and I are here for the Panthers, and we're here for you too, whenever you need us.
3: All right, we're back on the Happy Half Hour podcast. Uh, really quickly, let's just take a, a quick look at this Sunday's game with Tampa Bay. Um, we saw the Bucks get embarrassed um, against the Saints. Will, Matt, how angry do you think Tom Brady will be coming into this game, and how much does that really matter? Is that a, a media narrative, like a mad Tom Brady?
1: I mean, it's definitely a media narrative, and as Coach Rule said, there's a mad Teddy Bridgewater on the other side, too. There's a mad Absolutely. defense on, on this Panthers' side. But, you know, we saw – this is the second time the Panthers have played Brady after losing to the Saints. It happened in week two. They played the Saints in week one. Yeah. And so this is the second time that's happened. The only other game that Tampa Bay lost this year was to Chicago. Next week they went out and destroyed Green Bay. So, I mean, sure, there's some statistical correlations, if you want to call it. There's some narrative out there. But I, I'm less worried about that than I am about this Bucks defense. I mean, that defensive front – you know, they you know, obviously it might not be exactly the same look, the same stuff, the same people as as week two, but they sacked Teddy Bridgewater five times, mm-hmm. four turnovers for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. They're very good. They lead the league in um in defensive run allowed, run you run your rush yards allowed, second in sacks, second in pressures, first in takeaways. I mean, that that's what I'm looking at.
3: That's a great point. Um, this is a home game, and if the Panthers get a third down stop in the third quarter, during a home game, one lucky fan will win a smart home smoke and carbon monoxide detector through the Morris Jenkins Protect and Check sweepstakes. If the Panthers get a fourth down stop in the fourth quarter, that same fan will also be going home with a $1,500 gift card. So be sure to check out contests.panthers.com for more details on how you can enter.
1: Weird question of the week. You're weird. You're a weird
2: guy.
3: All right, we're gonna close it out with the weird question of the week. Yesterday was Teddy Bridgewater's birthday. Turned twenty-eight, I believe. So in honor of that, what is the best cake flavor? You're gonna birthday cake, what do you want?
4: I'm double vanilla, so I'm really plain. double vanilla Arby's last wait, week so, and double
3: vanilla this wait, week. Wait, like no.
4: yellow cake or va- like what are we talking about? Just vanilla cake, vanilla icing, and just let me be. Plain. <laughs> let, let me, let me be. be plain and simple. <laughs> Maybe chocolate icing if I Oh,
1: Getting wild if I'm feeling you know. crazy. What do you th- I mean I've had the it's like four or five layer chocolate cake where it's like the very very thin chocolate icing between the between the the layers and then obviously like chocolate icing on top. I mean, just chocolate. Give me chocolate. It sounds delicious. I would
3: yeah. go ice cream cake or I have uh, someone in, in my family that makes this incredible homemade strawberry cake with strawberry oh, icing. I know yeah. that sounds crazy, but it's, no, I could, I could um, eat, I'm it's like a sugar bomb yeah. and it's the best thing I've ever eaten.
1: Yeah. It's good because then you don't want to eat all of it. You can save uh, There's it.
3: N- no way. Yeah. I always take some home. Right. But so- the-
1: sometimes there's that, there's that level of it's not so strong that you... Keep letting yourself eat it this is like a three bite maximum
3: yeah that's all that's all you can handle birthday or not (laughs) all right uh this has been the happy half hour podcast thank you so much for listening miles we will miss you your friend will will miss you uh but we are so happy for you and thanks everyone for listening we'll see you next week